Today, as we record this, we acknowledge the traditional caretakers of the land in which we stand, part of the Bunjalung Nation and the Yugambeh language. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present and emerging. We hold a deep appreciation for their lasting ties to this land, these waters and culture. They play an irreplaceable role in the vitality of this region and we deeply honour and recognise the connection to these lands. Welcome aboard to The Wedding Chronicles. This is where Laura Callahan and Tanya Bennett, two seasoned celebrants and bona fide wedding enthusiasts, get real about everything weddings. Whether you're tangled up in the giddy thrills and sticky hurdles of planning your once-in-a-lifetime day, or you're a part of this crazy, lovely wedding industry, we've got something for you. We're all about helping you dream up and bring to life unforgettable ceremonies and weddings that burst with originality, creativity and love. With a combined resume of over 30 years in the industry, we have our fair share of stories and tales to tell. So whether you're gearing up to walk down the aisle, hunting for a top-notch ceremony idea, an industry provider or a fan scouring for wedding inspiration, consider this your personal invitation. Let us jump in together into the swirly, twirly, wonderful world of weddings. to another episode of The Wedding Chronicles. I'm Tanya Bennett. And I'm Laura Callahan. And today we're going to be talking about Q&A, actually, questions and answers. Yes, so we've put it out there a couple of times on our Instagram account, which is hello at The Wedding Chronicles, to find out if you had any questions that you would like to know or have us answer or talk about in regards to weddings. Mm. And you guys have come through. There have been a few. Mm. So we thought we might just share a couple of questions Mm. and then give our sort of take on those and share our thoughts you know penny for thoughts as they say exactly so what was the first one that we had a little bit of a chat about earlier it was from it was actually from a celebrant yeah so our first question actually came from a celebrant so a rather newish celebrant who's struggling to get photos of themselves in it sounds bad but in the act of officiating a ceremony in the uh, officiating a ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that. In the act of being a celebrant. Yeah? Celebrant in the act. Yeah, got it. Okay. Uh, you were, you're bright red. That's gold. So, Again, you forget that there's cameras there sometimes yeah, and things yeah, come out. Yeah. Yeah. And turning off the mobile phone might help as well. But anywho, thank you. So look, this celebrant's obviously struggling, struggling, struggling <laughs> like me. Um, they're struggling to get professional photos of themselves officiating ceremonies that obviously look decent, wanting to make sure that they can promote and share what they're actually doing in their role because they see other people who do get those photos and who can share them. So mm. what advice would you give them? Look, I think it would be lovely if you if you actually asked the couple, do you mind at the end of the ceremony um, if, if we could have a photo together, mm-hmm. uh, asking the photographer if that's okay as well. Look, I know that over the many, many years and the many, many photos, there's been some horrendous ones where I, I will actually see a photo of my, myself and I think, what 
the hell is that face you are pulling? But I'm actually just doing this ceremony. So, and again, it's not about me. But if you're wanting to do something like to have that photo of yourself to, you know, pop on your socials and get your business up and running a little bit more, ask your couple. Ask the uh, photographer as well. Do you mind if, you know, I have a photo at the end? And then ask your couple also, is it okay if I use these photos for my socials and, and for my, my website, etc., etc. Because if you don't have that permission, it can really go pear-shaped. And in saying that as well, if you have someone who comes along to a ceremony with you, so say you've got a buddy or a, yeah. a celebrant friend, a roadie, as they're often called, who comes along with you, and they take photos, still ask the couple mm. if you can use mm. them. Because essentially this is their wedding, you are just a part of their day and for lack of a better word you are given the opportunity to share it but it has to be at their discretion because they may not want it that's right and it is their day it's not yours you're you've come to do a job and you've been paid to do a job yeah does it mean that you have that you can share your photos of yourself with them no you need to ask but does it mean that you can't it doesn't mean that you can't take behind the scenes um yeah. photos without them in them and yeah. and that's another thing too you know I, again this is a whole other subject that we'll talk about as well but because things have changed so much over the years if you're going to be doing a lot of social media stuff you really need to arrive earlier if you want to do your socials. It's planning and prepping. It's making sure 100%. that you have already come to a wedding knowing what you want to take, that you've prepared what you want to say, what you, where you want to go with it. Mm. Um, celebrants just don't turn up and it just magically happens that they get all this B-roll or that they get all this behind-the-scenes stuff. It's thoughtful planning mm. that makes it happen. Mm. And I, I've noticed that especially. So now I'll arrive um, at a wedding even that extra time ahead where there's sort of no one else really there and I can have a little bit of a chat and it's taken me quite a while to be able to you know like you'll do a bit of a selfie and like that selfie that I put up like there might have been nine million selfies before that I hated yeah you know and I don't ever feel 100% comfortable either because mm. but it's what has to be done nowadays so if you you know you're that celebrant that you're a new celebrant and you're wanting to sort of get it out there a little bit more of who you are what you're about you know you need to actually be proactive and get there earlier to a venue uh, take some selfies of yourself do a little bit of a video ask the photographer ask your couple uh, you've got your, if your friend or your roadie so there's a few yeah. tips anyway to yeah. sort of get then, you on your way then I would say then there's some sort of next level ones that you could possibly do so your next level ones could actually be talking with your couple to see if you could invite a photographer just to purely take photos of you and and when I say invite you'd obviously pay them to come along and take photos of just you for the day that you can then use yeah and some couples are like yeah sure as long as we can have some of those as well and you more than happy to be able to share then you may even take it to the next level which I don't know if you've done it but I've done it where I've paid a videographer to come to a ceremony and I've given my couple the video of their ceremony um, for them to allow me to film it and I've paid the videographer to come along to film it but film it with purpose for me to be able to use on socials and media um 
And so there, there's sort of levels that you can go to. It's and it's an investment. And I say next level, but you are investing in your ability to show others what you sound like, what you look like, and you're valuing your work and your time and your couple appreciate that they're getting something out of it for nothing as well. Totally. And even if you didn't want to do it without, or if you wanted to do it without the couple, like we we have, we've done, we've had our photo shoots and we've done a couple of photo shoots and you know we've had our our photographers that we we know and love come and help us and 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 you know it, it's a it's a professional thing but there's a lot of thought that goes into that yeah. it doesn't sort of just happen no you know and. When you start to work in the industry, you start to really connect with other photographers. You start to really link in with other vendors and you will start to see that there's the same familiar faces popping up or ones that you really want to work with in the future. Mm. So you will go out of your way. This is just what we've done is to engage with them, to pay them for their role, their time, their expertise, to take photos for us that then they then send to us. Now, I'm a little bit of an enigma. I always say this because I'm sort of like this hybrid crossover when it comes to weddings being a celebrant but photographer and videographer so I hybrid kind of crossover trying to put a good spin on it uh, so when i come into when i come into a wedding now as well i've got friends who are celebrants and i know that as a photographer if i'm there on the day I'm going to look after them as well and take some photos of just them, whether they cut in a little bit close so the couple's not in or if they are, that I can share with them too because I appreciate the fact that they may not get photos often and you don't get to share these moments and you can't take professional photos when you're doing the job that you're doing. Oh, my God. That's really lovely that you do that, though, you know, because you're thinking on the other side as well. The hybrid crossover. But... Look, in saying like with the hybrid crossover. I love it. Yeah, I love it with that. Yeah. Hybrid crossover. But the other side of it is I'm thinking smart. Yeah. Because I'm linking in with celebrants that I like, that I genuinely want to work with, who, when it comes to their couples and looking for providers, hopefully they want to work with me too and they may refer me. Hmm. And suddenly you've got free cross promotion. Hmm. We're not going out of our way to say to celebrants or to say to couples that you need to get a photographer for a celebrant in for free and they just do the work and expect the photos for nothing. It's about people doing their job but just scratching backs and looking after each other and yeah. supporting. Yeah. You've all got a role to do on the day and you're going to look after the couple essentially but if we can get some nice photos and the couple are okay for us to share and you have those moments, then why not? Yeah, so I hope that um, that's helped. A bit of food for thought mm. um, when it comes to getting photos and don't be afraid to pay a photographer because you will get a lot more out of the photos that you will receive um, and being able to share them for a lifetime and professional photos always good to share they are and you know even with your, your, your website and things like that you know you're keeping it updated as well with your photos along the way yeah. and your stories and everything that you do like people like people love a story yeah speaking of stories I think we might have a few to tell Oh, down the track. We've got, yeah, well, we've always got stories. Yeah. But I think our next question might lead into a story. Which was uh, the mums? Yeah. Yeah. So we had a question come through. Meddling mother-in-laws. Mm, that's a hard one. It's a very hard one. And I've actually had phone calls from um, 
<laughs> brides and grooms. Oh my God, Tan, what do I do here? So think about it this way as well. When you're getting married, all your emotions are heightened, okay? So the mother-in-law might not think she's meddling. Maybe she just wants a couple of things or she hadn't, you know, she hasn't been approached properly or always try and make her feel like she is included and she matters. <laughs> Don't just go, it's my wedding and I'm going to do what I want. Think about it from her point of view as well. What I'm saying is stop and think before you actually act and react and turn it into a negative. Do everything you possibly can to make that journey, because let's face it, she's going to be in your life for a long time, so don't get off on the wrong foot. So what was the question, the meddling? So the, What do you do if, uh, if you've got meddling mother-in-laws? I should have got to, said that in the beginning. What do you do if you've got a meddling mother-in-law? How do you, how do you handle that? What yeah. do you do? So, so from a bride or a groom's, a bride or a groom's yeah. point of view, because I've had, I've had it with both. Have you? Um, I want to say yes. Yes. Um, diplomatic here. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm being diplomatic because in saying that there's a meddling mother-in-law as a celebrant, I can't come in and be a counsellor and tell you what to do or say. I can't um, influence and change what's going to happen naturally or change the way that people um, communicate with one another or share information with one another. So when I say diplomatically, like yes. I'm always the bird on the outside of the window kind of looking in. Um, I see it happening, but I'm there for a role that's not involving that and I won't involve myself in that because that's I don't want to be, uh, like for lack of another word, I don't want to be like the... the the go-between. The go-between. Oh, yeah, I was no, going to no, say no, like no. the sauce in the spaghetti, you know. Yeah, no, 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 I don't no, want to no, get no, involved no, no, no. in no, family dynamics because that's not my role. I I am there to officiate a, a ceremony, make sure that it is legally required to go ahead. But I also need to in some ways know that there's a dynamic happening so that if there's parts in the ceremony that may off-put people, that there's other options that we can discuss to kind of move around it. Yeah. It is good to. It's hard because you can't. We're not. We're not counsellors, and yeah. but to actually sit and listen. Sometimes I have found yeah. that if I just sit and I listen, or I don't give the. Uh, well, I can't give my opinion because it's not. Uh, it, it. I don't want it to come back on me. But if I listen and maybe pop the question back to them, oh, maybe you know, do you think maybe she would like to feel involved or give a yeah. few little di sort of different options options for them to look at. Now, I've also had it where they've exhausted every option. So what do you do? Like mum's just going to have her two cents worth no matter what. And at the end of the day, it is between the couple. Mm -hmm. It is between the couple. So 
I think if you were to exhaust every option and really try and make make it all lovely, and if you can't, then you've just got to go with what the two of you want because the two of you have to be on the same page. It's not three, mm. it's two. And you can, you know, the family dynamics, there's, look, seen it all, heard it all, experienced a few different things, and the family dynamic can sometimes make or break your wedding and that shouldn't, shouldn't be the case it shouldn't be and i'm putting on my photographer videography hat um that it can be very off-putting um when you come to family photos time and there will be a family member that says i will not be in that group photo because this person is in that group photo grow up people yes it's the idea (laughs) the idea of a photo not happening or one person excluding themselves because another is in there a wedding to me is a place where you have to push aside that for one day for one hour it's not even an hour worth of photos just stand in that photo because it's not about anybody else except that couple who want people together and that puts enormous pressure on the couple mm-hmm. enormous pressure you know pressure that they don't need mm-hmm. their emotions are heightened like i said in the beginning like there's so much going on in their minds and their their hearts and everything they don't need, they don't need that crap it's like if you haven't got anything nice to say don't say anything at all so when it comes to meddling mother-in-laws what would you say Sit back and really have a good look at the at why you think she's meddling. Why? And what she wants. And what she wants. What she wants. Maybe she just wants to be recognised. You know, maybe you could do something in the ceremony. Maybe she just likes to feel like she matters. Mm. You know, maybe she's just being an ass. I don't know. She doesn't like you. <laughs> maybe she doesn't like you. You know, but you and that's not that, going to change. And that's so. not going to change. So why so. change what you're wanting to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's finding the reason why, and yeah. then sitting down and really talking about, well, how is that going to impact and change and do? And who do you talk with? Who do you talk to that about? Your other half. Yeah, your partner. Your partner, and if they're not listening to you, you've got your your bridal party. Yeah, you know, lean on those people. Yeah, lean on them. Like, what do I do here? I don't want to make it worse. I want to make it better. I mean, we all want a harmonious road. It doesn't always happen, but you know, don't look back and sort of go, "I just did what I wanted anyway." No, stop and have a little bit of a think. Yeah, yeah. Try prevention is better than cure. Yeah. So, chat with your partner about it. Uh, Try and make it amazing and if you can't then do what the two of you want exactly exactly so which leads us to our final question for the day which is it's a really good it's a really good one and i'm going to ask it of you first it says if you were getting married today what would you look for in a celebrant mm. someone who could tell our story Mm-hmm. Uh, with confidence, someone who had an easygoing but very professional um, nature and personality, um, experience. I would definitely, and you've, you, you, you don't get experience until you get experience. Mm-hmm. Somebody who would really be able to understand where we were coming from, uh, give feedback, but not be overbearing. Yeah. Because there are some that will be, this is how I'm doing it, 
it's like, well, that's all well and good, but we've got these ideas and we'd like someone to be able to meld it all together for us and I want to see what's being said. That's just me. Same. I want to see what's being said. Um, and very warm and inviting and just have a lovely, lovely energy because it's that energy that you bring to the room. It's the energy. I always see a ceremony as setting the stage for your entire day. Yeah. So when it comes down to your guests' experience, what they experience with your celebrant is going to set them up for how they will feel and what they will take away from your day. Because mm. with guests and even a couple, it's not they don't remember what you say. They remember the way that you made them feel. 100%. So my first criteria, if I was getting married today, I would look for a celebrant that knows how to make the feels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Straight away. Land those feels. Land those people. feels. Yeah. Who can be professional yet somewhat funny in their mm, delivery. Naturally. Naturally, without trying over the top or being too crude with their um with their jokes because mm. I have seen that and it falls very flat before and I know my family I know my friends and that probably won't slide very well um, and then I would look for somebody that does have that sense of experience so it doesn't have to be completely in the celebrant world they may be a DJ jockey or somebody that gets up and talks and presents in front of people all the time but I want them to have the experience and ease of being able to communicate effectively and in a calm nature with everyone because I'd like the ceremony to be calm mm. Yeah, I want that to be the the sort of like like the sleigh going into like the the big jump sliding on yeah, into exactly. married life exactly yeah. and yeah. you want that sort of that feel of it the ease of the day just kind of rolling in. Um, I'd want somebody that could um, hold a space with authority. Uh, and That's good. Yeah, like to me, authority is very big. I, I'd also, and this is just a personal preference, um, for their speech and for the way that they talk very to be important. quite clear and communicative, if that's the right word to say. But um, the words that they use are understood and accepted and flow and hit the bar right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You do want somebody who can speak well. But in saying that, how would I find that person? <laughs> that's the other well. thing. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> but honestly, because when you think about yeah. your preferences when it comes to a celebrant, yes, you've got preferences, but then how would I find that perfect celebrant? And I wouldn't be able to unless I could see their work in action. Mm. And I'm not going to turn up every other weekend to a different celebrant ceremony if they let me and tell me where they're going to be. Just to see what they sound, feel, look like in the hopes that they could replicate something similar to my day. No. But wouldn't you want somebody who could... Okay, I would want somebody who could meld themselves into what I'm wanting. Yes. You know, they have to be moldable. They have to be able to be, um, okay, look at... There's so many different ways, like out the back of the back of um what do you call it out in the fields when you're with the cowboys and yeah, the cowgirls yeah. and you country. really down count that's the word <laughs> just one word country um down to earth you know yeah. whereas as opposed to uh, the five star intercontinental or mm -hmm. the valley estate you know that's more polished you've got to be able to um 
you want someone that can fit in any of those scenarios because oh, what happens yeah. if your venue changes now there are a couple of venues i'm not going to i'm not going to throw shade or share names but there are venues that will book weddings and then call couples up because they'll book something else over the top of their wedding and then the couple have to choose what yes and i've just had a couple that i've signed up to do their wedding next year um let me know that they chose not to go with those venues because because of that because they didn't want to have the risk of their day being having to be changed or an an event happening over hang on hang on you're tell what do you mean so they've booked the place for their wedding <clears throat> yeah and then what happened then they book another event i'll tell you off screen oh my god yeah that's that is that's poor form so the reputation of and i don't and that's the thing like i don't want to throw shade at which venues and who will do that but the reputation now of this venue is very badly tainted because couples see it as not being one that will be honoring the booking that has happened that their wedding will happen and go through on a day and that um, they've got the security of knowing that once they're paid a deposit and they're not paying a little amount they're paying a big amount that their day is going to happen as it is now saying that i also know that this venue because i have officiated a wedding there for another couple um, and they had to change their wedding day couple of years ago because a similar thing happened so they're now getting that sort of reputation and that's that's the way that they operate and that's the way that they do things um that's so right. so just saying you want to have somebody who can kind of mold themselves into any sort of scenario so if your venue did change the, you, oh yeah yeah the yeah, look, yeah. The, feel, yeah. The, the way that it's presenting the way that it's going forward is going to be yeah. very much in line with what you want and when you do meet with a couple they'll know they'll know whether you're the right fit or not absolutely it comes down to that feels so you'd also meet with them and you can get an idea of what they sound like feel like look mm. like um, whether you build that trust you know straight away if you're going to be a friend with somebody or whether you're just going to be an acquaintance and you'll get the same feel when it comes to a celebrant. Mm. And um, I always say just as well, stalk their socials. Stalk oh, their definitely. Socials. Yeah, I never get offended with that. No. I never get offended with that. No. And I've had brides say to me, oh, we've, we've been, we did a fair bit of stalking. And I was like, great, stalk right. away. Yeah. yeah. Stalk away because that's how you know. That's how, that's you, know. how you know. That's how yeah. you know. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we'll wrap it up there. So okay, there okay. are three questions for the day. Mm. Um, keep them coming in. You can leave us a question on our Instagram um, or you can send us a message individually if you want one yeah, of us to share your means. stories or maybe just reword it in a little way so that people don't know who has shared it. Because that's the thing. We don't want to we, – we certainly don't want anyone, any names or anything, you know, like so the stories may have happened, they may not have happened, may have been in one of my couples, it may not have been one of my couples, vice versa, because mm-hmm. we certainly – it's all about integrity. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, we're not going to share people's no, details no, 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 and no. Um, their personal situations. No. Um, but we want to also let others know that if you're going through something similar, you're not the only one. But, hey, everyone loves a good story. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got a few. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, so we'll leave it there for this week. Thank you for listening and coming along for the ride. And um, we hope that you really get some wealth of knowledge and information out of what we can share at our point of view and you know what if you disagree with what we say let us know that's okay exactly we want this to be a conversation we don't want this to be one-sided us just uh sitting here talking (laughs) 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 we want to be able to 
talk and have this industry build itself up and support couples and support fellow vendors so that we can all be the best that we can be. And let's have a bit of a giggle along the way. Yeah. All right. Bye. Ciao for now. See you later. Massive thanks for hanging out with us in this episode. We genuinely hope that it has been a goldmine of value for you. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button to The Wedding Chronicles Show wherever you are watching or listening. And by the way, we'd be absolutely over the moon if you could take a minute to rate and review our show on Apple Podcast. It would really mean a lot to us. And as we fuel this spirited mission of intentional, meaningful weddings and heartfelt ceremonies, we encourage you to bring a friend along for the ride. Share the love, share the inspiration, and we can't wait to catch you in the next episode.